Let's get some light down here. Professor Hugh, would you do us the honor? Thank you, Lionel. Hmm, looks like this passage has lain undisturbed for centuries. So it would seem. There seems to be an inscription here. Where are those lights? We're here. Oh, sorry, the lanterns weren't lighting right. Here you go, Professor Jacobs. Thank you, Kimberly. Ah, I see now why you wanted to take a closer look at this, Lionel. What does it say? Is it about treasure or something? Not exactly, Ashley. It says here there are traps and dangerous secrets ahead. That doesn't sound good. Au contraire. If there are traps and such, there's a good chance they were put there for a reason. Like to keep a hidden treasure safe. Exactly. I suggest we go no further until the trap experts get here. I agree. I'll go tell them what we found. I'll come with you. This is pretty exciting. Imagine a treasure buried here for ages. Yeah, we're gonna be rich. Rich? Um, yeah. You know, because of all the treasure. You think we're going to get rich because we found treasure? You do know this is all going to the museum, right? Sure, but the museum will have to pay us for it, right? That's not how museums work. We might find the ancient artifacts, but they still belong to the people who own the land. That doesn't seem fair. This treasure could be worth millions, maybe billions. And your point is? All I'm saying is it wouldn't kill anyone to show a little appreciation. Well, while you're waiting for your appreciation, how about we listen to the radio? I guess. I'm sorry, Hugh. I just don't see it that way. If you ask me, Lionel, it's pretty clear. I don't see how someone can read verse 12 and have any confusion on the matter. I see your point of view, but I think a lot of the context for this whole passage was in ancient culture. Being taught by a man with a very religious background, giving his advice... With the authority of God. He was an apostle, Lionel. Uh, hi? Oh, hello, Ashley, Kimberly. Hey, what's going on? Hugh and I were continuing a, a conversation about a Bible lesson from last week. Well, I don't think I was here for that one. <laughs> I don't think you were. What's going on with you two? Us? Oh, right. We actually were having a conversation of our own. Sounds like today is full of discussions. Is everything all right? Uh, you first. Yeah, you grown-ups never have conversations. Are you okay? We're perfectly fine. A good difference of opinion is how we learn and grow, as long as we don't let it get personal. Exactly right. So, what's your disagreement about? It's about this. Hmm. Seems to be a portable game device? If I'm not mistaken, that looks like a GameStation PU with the optional controller ports and, yep, 5G networking. Wait, how do you know that? I've been getting Christmas lists from Fern and Holly. Very detailed lists. Wow, really detailed. So what about this thing is so problematic? It's not ours. That is a matter of opinion. It is not! Just because we find something doesn't mean it's automatically ours. Ever heard of the rule, finders keepers? I seem to remember something about losers weepers, too. Obviously not. If you're clumsy enough to lose this in the bushes at the park and don't come back for it, you probably aren't too broken up about it. Is that how you really think they feel about it? It would be nice if it was. <laughs> 
I guess for you, it would be. But I think the better choice would be to report it. Report it? How? He means take it to the police station. They typically have a lost and found. And it's right around the corner from here. But I, it's not, I, fine. What do I do? I can walk over there with you if you want. That would be good, yeah. I'll go too. I know the sergeant on duty and he'll be sure to explain everything. Sounds like a regular field trip. You coming too, Ashley? Actually, I think I'm going to stay here and listen to the radio. Sounds good. Be back soon. And we're back. I was listening to the pond, Ashley. It was fun as always. Uh, how was the police station? It was cool. I got to fill out a report paper and they asked me a bunch of questions, like where I found the game station and if I saw anyone around. And the best part is, if no one comes to claim it, then they said I might get to keep it. Wow. Well, hopefully whoever lost it thinks to go to the police station. Ashley, why would you want that? Don't you want me to get it back? I mean, if no one claims it, sure. But I would think that if someone lost something, the best thing would be for them to find it again. Ashley's right. I know, I know. But where did all of this, this is mine and that's yours come from? Who's to say what really belongs to who? Whom? Whatever. Interesting questions, Kimberly. And though I'm not sure when the idea of people actually owning things started, I do know that it was very early in our history. Really? Does the Bible say anything about it? I would think that Cain and Abel would be the first time it's mentioned. Wouldn't you, Lionel? Mm, yes. Genesis 4 talks about Abel having flocks of sheep, and the offerings the two brothers gave to God seem to have belonged to each of them. Genesis 4? That's like at the very beginning of the Bible. So it's basically been that way forever. Right. And what's more, God acts like these things really do belong to these brothers. So if God seems to think that's how this all works, then I'd say it's pretty safe to say that's how it all works. That's a little confusing, Mr. Hugh. <laughs> Maybe a little. I just meant that if owning things wasn't how God wanted us to think about the world, you'd think God would tell us. I guess that's one way to explain it. Do you have another way to explain it, Mr. Jacobs? Like, maybe a drama script? Mm, I might have something on the topic. I'll be right back. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the wonderful drama, Squirrely Locks and the Two Bears, an adapted biblical teaching about property. Once upon a time in the big forest, there were two bears. A papa bear. Come along, cub of mine. Let's go get some dinner. And a baby bear. Okay, papa. What are we having? Salmon? Honey? Oh, oh, can we go to the dumpster in the park? Can we please, please? <laughs> we went there last night. Aren't you tired of burned hot dogs and dropped s'mores? Nope. Well, we're not going there this time. But don't worry, this will be just as good. The Papa Bear led his cub through thickets and streams until they came to a little tree in a small clearing. Here we are. What is this? This is a hazelnut tree. And all over the ground are the tastiest little snacks in the forest. Check it out. Mmm, so good. Okay, are you sure? Oh. That is good. The two bears munched on hazelnuts for a while, and then Papa Bear had an idea. You know what would make this dinner even better? Berries. I'll be right back. 
And so off into the woods he lumbered looking for berries. But what no one knew was that scampering through the treetops, a little squirrel had caught a whiff of a delicious scent and was determined to find where it was coming from. Hazelnuts! Must have hazelnuts. Oh, uh, there they are. But there's a bear cub already eating them. Hmm, this might get a little tricky. Very quietly, the squirrel clambered down the tree trunk and watched as the cub clumsily picked up the next little morsel. Now is my chance! And with that, the squirrel leapt across the clearing and took the hazelnut out of the cub's paws. Hey! Too slow, little bear! <laughs> the cub picked up another, and the squirrel once again snatched it away. Too slow again! What a tasty game. This happened again and again until the bear cub was fighting back tears. Aw, is a little baby Bill going to cry? Is the... <laughs> oh, boy. Take food away from my cub, will you? Get back here! I'm sorry! I was hungry! Then you should have asked. Not steal from my baby. You're in for it now. The moral. Sheesh. Ah! The moral is that when someone has something, it's because God gave it to them. The Bible tells us that when we would like to have something good, we need to ask God for it. It might be tempting to just take what we want from someone else, but keep in mind that when we steal from others, we are stealing from God, too. Looks like you have something on your mind, Ashley. Oh, you know, Mr. Jacobs, just thinking about what we've been talking about today. Anything in particular? Well, the whole idea of everything being God's, but at the same time, it kind of belongs to us. And I know we've been talking about it a lot, but at the same time, I haven't heard a lot of Bible verses being used to explain it. Yeah, usually you use a lot of Bible verses to show that what you're saying is true. Fair enough. In Psalm 24.1, the Bible says very plainly that the world is God's along with everything in it. Kind of makes sense, since he made it. And many verses all through the Bible say that. True, and after he made the world, he gave it to humans, telling them to take care of it and to use its resources. Genesis 1 and 2 talk about that stuff. As well as Psalm 8, 6. Okay, so what does that part mean exactly? Taking care of the earth and using it? Well, Kimberly, if you think about it, everything we have here on earth came from it. I thought everything came from God. Yes, but the things God gives us are made from the earth. Wood, water, air, and metal. Everything we make and use comes from the planet God gave us to live on. And that's why it's important to take care of the Earth. Not only because we need it to live healthy lives, but also because God tells us to take care of this amazing place we call home. Another thing I think needs to be said is, the reason God gives us things isn't just so we can be comfortable and healthy, but also so we can help others with what we've been given. After all, God loves a cheerful giver. And when we give a lot away, God gives us more. Something tells me that these are all Bible verses that you guys are quoting. <laughs> more or less. Want me to show you where to find them? Don't you and uh, Mr. Hugh want to get back to your conversation? Our, oh, n no, I think we finished discussing that. Unless I'm wrong. No, no, 
genealogies and quarrels, Lionel. This sounds like a much better use of our time. Huh? We're good. Well, I've got to head out, actually. Thanks for the talk, Mr. Jacobs. No problem, Ashley. Well, I guess if we're going to do more Bible studying, we need to get some Bibles. And turn off the radio. Right. Of course. Of course.